Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. I'm actually going live right now on my TikTok, and I love seeing people on TikTok. You know, people in the old empire, folks, in the UK, they're commenting and supporting us. So it's great that you never know the power of one can lead to the power of many and what your reach can be. And so that's that's just a humbling experience throughout this entire process is that right there. So when we're starting to get that messaging out worldwide, and I was just commenting to him and talking to him, they say, we're, we're seeing a lot of protests in Europe right now where there's like hundreds of thousands of people um, out in the streets protesting against these lockdowns and the corporate media, we they're not advertising that, right? And so, but you can find that footage and it's amazing. And I'm hoping that trickles over to America where, hey, you had enough. You know, you have every right to stand up against these unnecessary and illegal and unconstitutional lockdowns and mandates that they continue to hammer down on all of us. Hence why I'm running for governor so we can make sure this never happens again. So today's live is going to be a little bit more fun. We're going to address some of the articles and comments, um, especially the smear articles that are being done on me right now. And that's one thing you're going to get with me, folks, is transparency. Um, Unfortunately, our governor is not transparent. Um, She has been caught lying on many occasions, but I'm just going to get on here and and get the uh, the elephant out of the room and talk about some things. Also talk about some other comments that have been going on. And also talk about her press conference today, where her goal is to get 70% people, you know, injected up before we open fully. And I'm going to tell you why there's no foresight in that plan. And I'm going to explain why today. Okay. So a lot of the comments that I've been getting in messages was like, hey, you know, you're against Whitmer. We all are. But what's your policy? You know, what are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do to fix the damn roads, as she promised and never did? Um, And I I just want to be transparent with all of you is, look, I'm not a politician. One thing I'm not going to be throughout, you know, my run and when we win, I'm not going to be a politician. I'm going to be a representation of you all out there. And when people are asking me all these policy questions, yeah, policy is important. However, we don't know what the state of Michigan is going to be like in a year and a half. We don't know what the state of Michigan um, and the the results of what has happened to all of us over this past year, what is that going to do to our state and the trickle down effect that's going to have from her decision-making from all these restaurants closing the mass exodus of people leaving the state. That's all tax paying dollars, right? So our state might be totally entirely different a year and a half ago. So I'm not going to be that guy that comes on here and promises all of these things to all the people and then never ever be able to fulfill those promises. I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to be transparent with all of you and give you the up-to-date, accurate, truthful information. But here's where I can guarantee you that is going to happen as we get closer is we're going to analyze the state of Michigan. And the wisest person in the room is not necessarily the smartest. He surrounds himself with very smart people from a variety of different backgrounds, from a variety of different experiences, and he takes all the perception of all of those people, and then he makes an empowered, educated decision on what's best for the state and what's best for the people. That is what true leadership is, okay? And so what I want everybody to understand is we're going to get to those policies because we're going to have to evaluate as it gets closer to the race, what's going on in the state of Michigan? You know, what's going on with the businesses? What's going on with the school systems? And then we can start having these conversations to say, okay, what do we need to do to get this fixed? And not just push um, leftist agenda down our throat, correct? So I want to make it clear that's my intent right now, but I'm also going to be honest with all of you and tell you, hey, look, I'm pro-choice, right? I am, excuse me, I'm pro-life. I'm pro-Second Amendment, right? I'm pro-medical choice. 
And that's one thing is for certain with the with the Second Amendment, which I'll be speaking to in Marquette here in May, the second week in May, May 8th, right? Up in Marquette, nobody's going to be taking my guns. That's for damn sure. Okay. So another thing is what we're dealing with right now is the mask mandates. I'm against the mask mandate. I'm not against you wearing a mask. If you want to wear a mask, go ahead and wear the mask. However, you should never, ever, ever, and I'm taking a stance on this, and I took a stance on this pet list past week. You never, ever mask up healthy children. And for what she's doing right now with the children, right, with the children, two to four years of age, masking up these children, unhealthy folks, they need to unmask our babies. Also, I'm very passionate. I'm an avid hunter. So is all my family. I'm very passionate about the natural resources of our state. I want to make sure that our state's natural resources are going to be here for generations to come. So those are like the, the, the ground level policies that I am at my heart and at my soul that I'm very passionate about. And those are the things that I will stand up for. And I will stand up, obviously, for all of those who have been following me ever since the beginning. I'll be standing up for that piece of paper that our forefathers inked. You know, I'll be standing up for all of your unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So those are the core things that you're going to get from me. Okay. So going forward, there's going to be things said about the um, campaign, obviously. The first day was magical. It was amazing. We, the people, hammered it down. We raised over $150,000 in a 24-hour period, folks, which is unbelievable. We made a statement. And that is what I want you to understand and know is you're not investing into Garrett. You're not investing in Garrett running for governor. You're investing into yourself, okay? You're investing into the future of the state. This is your campaign. This is your governor's race. It's not mine. I am literally just an expression of all of you. And that's how it's going to be from here on out is I am going to represent the people and I'm always going to be transparent and I'm always going to do rule number one, which is always do what's right. Okay. And so all the attacks and all the smear, I knew it was going to come today. Everybody's going to start sharing articles and saying things and untruths and everything about it. But you got to understand they're not, those things aren't directed at me. They're directed at all of you because I am just an expression of all of you. Now, fortunately, God has made me be a pretty big guy and I can take a lot of those arrows, right? So let's talk about some of the things that are going around. When I stood up this past year, for those of you who have been with me, I, mean, I took a lot of arrows in the beginning because when I stood up, it was very unpopular to do so. So there was a smear article that was written on me worldwide that the leftists still share to this day, which I find comical because in that article, it's just filled with untruths. One of the untruths is that I, I played football for the Denver Broncos in the NFL for years. No, I, I did not. And if that was true, I'm still waiting for the checks from the Denver Broncos because they, they never mailed me and I never got paid for playing. Um, another thing they said, they, I found the cure. I've never, ever said that I found the cure for what's going on right now. You got to realize I'm a healthcare professional. If I ever came online and said that or was quoted to saying that, my license would be stripped just like that. All right. So they come on out and they say these things and you read them. And it just gets shared, and then it just turns into a big drama mess, especially when they're calling me a snake oil salesman, right? Look, the only snake oil that I'm selling is snake oil called freedom, and that's just what it's going to be from here on out. So that article will be shared and everything else, but again, that's what the leftists do. Is they're going to attack, they're trying to discredit you, they're trying to throw you know, just a bunch of crud on your, on your character, on your name, and that's fine. It's the name of the game. And so we'll get on here, we'll talk about it, we'll have fun with it. Again, it doesn't matter to me. All right. Another comment's been going on says I have rhino tendencies. Right. So 
let's let's address that. A rhino wouldn't have stood up on April 9th, right? A rhino wouldn't have put everything on the line to fight for what he believes in. And a rhino wouldn't have called out the Republicans that nominated Elizabeth Hertel a couple months ago, right? So when people say those things, I just laugh. And those of you who've been with me ever since the beginning, you know that's not true because I will always stand and I'm always going to call out people who are not doing what I feel like is a good job, okay? Um, another one that came out on an article, which I'm, I, I kind of like, is Trump-loving West Michigan chiropractor. <laughs> oh, that's, that's my favorite one so far. Absolutely, that's true. I voted for President Trump not once, not twice. He is my president. I respect him. Um, I admire him. Anybody that is willing to give up their life for the good of the people and always put what his America First agenda was first, that's that's admirable. And I'm always going to support President Trump 100%. So if you want to call me a Trump-loving West Michigan chiropractor or a Trump-loving supporter, I wear that as a badge of honor. And that's what I want you to understand is what they want to do is make you feel like you should be ashamed of loving this country, that you should be ashamed of supporting the police, that you should be ashamed of loving this flag, that you should be ashamed of supporting President Trump or supporting his agenda, right? And no, we will not be ashamed. They have awakened a sleeping giant, folks, and filled him with a terrible resolve. And that sleeping giant is not me. That sleeping giant is all of you. That's what they have done. And so we will stand up against this agenda. We will stand up for everything that they continue to push, the corporate media, the leftist. We will stand tall and stand up against that as we move this movement forward. Don't you ever be ashamed of any of that. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of what you stand for. And that's one thing that you're going to get with me is somebody that will always be proud to be a conservative and proud to be a Republican and proud to stand up when nobody else will stand up. But always remember, if we continue to stand up and do what's right, we will move mountains and we will all continue to be the lantern in the darkness of today's challenges. Okay. So I just kind of want to get some of that stuff out of there. Hey, look, you guys, this a lot of people are new to the movement, and that's fine. But again, the core values of what I believe in, pro-medical choice, you know, pro-life, pro-second. These are things that I'm very passionate about. Pro-school of choice, right? Our natural resource state of Michigan, these are things that I care very deeply about. And that is what is about in my core, in my heart and soul. And that's what you're getting. The policies and everything else, they're going to come. And we're going to talk about them and we're going to get a lot of experts that are saying a variety of different things. But then we can come together and do what's right for the good of the state as a whole and good of the people as a whole. All right. So I just wanted to kind of get out there because people are like, well, what's your policy and everything else? Let's fast forward to two more topics is number one. Governor Whitmer's press conference today is number one, um, her goal, which is unrealistic. And I'm going to tell you why she doesn't want to open the state until 70 percent of people are fully injected. Okay. So I, I have questions. All right. So they're saying, hey, if we get 70 percent, I think we're around 50 percent. If, if injected, you know, they're, they're going to open if once we get to that 70 percent milestone. The research that I'm reading right now is you're only going to have the antibodies. Right. And the research may change, but I'm just going off the research right now for six months. So every six months, is it going to be your goal to continue to get 70 percent of the population injected? 
Is that our kind of belief system here? Or that's what's going to be the new normal? Because I think with the flu shot every year, and I think you, you have to look up the research, but I think only 40 to 50 percent of people get the flu shot. Right. And I think it's around that. If I'm wrong, please let me know and I'll come on here and talk about it. But I know it's not 70 percent. And so that's unrealistic to me. And you're not talking about it. You have to give the people the information, not just, hey, let everybody go out there and 70 percent of us will do it and then we'll get back to normal. And that's my promise. W- what about the future? What about the six months? What about the people who've already gotten this virus and got over it naturally that have antibodies? They shouldn't have to get the injection, folks. That's how the immune system works. So you're not mentioning that yet, just like you haven't mentioned therapeutics until last month, where President Trump was mentioning therapeutics all the way back in May of last year on how we had therapeutics to deal with this in the hospital. That's why a lot of people that get this, they tell them to stay home unless they have severe complications. The virus exists. Say that time and time again. I just feel that there's better ways of dealing with the virus, and we the people know how to deal with this virus now. Over 99% of us are going to survive if infected. So we're going to basically shut down our state for a very, very small percent of the population, and that decision is going to do more catastrophic consequences in the long run. That's why leaders should have foresight. Leaders should look at all the variables, and she's only given us a little bit of piece of the pie. She's not giving us the entire pie of what the plan is. She's just like, hey, everybody get vaccinated up and we'll be back to open like it's a threat. And if you don't, then you, we're going to stay closed down. Unfortunately, you can't do that, especially when you're already masking up two to four year old babies. Right. Unmask our babies. Do not mandate this garbage because there's parents out there who have bought into this and they are doing damage to the two to four year old folks. There's not been any long term studies on these masks over time. That's true, especially to children. You should never, never, ever, ever mask up healthy children. You should never, ever do that, folks. And that's the thing is I, I want to point out because I read this comment and it was spot on. And it's been floating around. If, for instance, this was so contagious, right, that it was going to wipe out 10% of Americans, which they told us from the beginning, then why am I seeing masks all over like litter? The Masks are the new cigarette butts. They're everywhere. Right. People are just throwing them in the garbage, throwing them. If it was so contagious and people are snotting and spitting in them. And if you touch that, you were going to get it. Why aren't they disposing of these things like they do on really serious contagious materials? You know, when you go to the hospitals, they throw the needles into the box. Right. So you don't poke yourself. Or if it's um, exposed material or very contagious material, it's that big red bag and they dispose of it. They're just throwing these masks everywhere in the garbage, on the street, everywhere, folks. So again, these things are adding up. And the asymptomatic spread in children, the research is not showing that they do it. So again, you're pulling these things on the people and you're enforcing unnecessary mandates. That's the problem that I have. And then you tell them this is just this a solution is just to, we'll just wait till 70% and then we'll open up. Well, what after six months when the, that wears off? You're going to try to do it again? Are you going to lock down the economy again? Are you going to cancel schools? Are you going to cancel kids' experiences? Diminish their dreams and hopes? Because again, I've said this time and time again, Michigan's not leading the charge in this. There's other states who are not doing it that are doing extremely well. So the gig is up. And so that's why I'm going to get on here when she does press conferences. She never answers the questions, by the way. And she says these things that I'm going to call out and say, okay, what about the future? What's your plan then? Because to me, we can do this the right way. 
We can leave it up to the people to do responsible things. We don't need mandates. We don't have to bring the hammer. We don't have to do COVID um, policy permanently in the businesses. We know how to deal with this. Common sense solutions is what we all want, folks. All right? That's what we want, and that's what we're fighting for. Okay? Last thing I want to mention is I love reading this. I hope you and your team see all the people, including myself, who have never donated to a politician before, but have sent you a donation. This speaks volumes to me as to the trust we have in you. Holy cow. Talking about heart moment, right? Unbelievable. The silent majority is not silent anymore. And we have people that have never been involved in politics, are involved in politics. We have a grassroots movement, folks. And it's unbelievable. The amount of support that you've shown this movement over the past 24 hours has been unbelievable. But we're just getting started. This is day two. We have 568, 567 more days, right, until the election. This is going to be an ultra marathon. And unfortunately, Governor Whitmer has raised over $5 million off all of you over the past year when we were trying to take her powers away with the repeal 1945 law. So we have to continue to hammer down. We have to continue to share. We have to continue to get involved because this is not my campaign. This is yours. And we are fighting for something because if we don't fight now, if we don't stand up for something, we may not have anything to stand up for in here in the future. That is what at stake. So you can't sit on the sidelines and reading these messages and hearing these posts or seeing these posts. It's awesome. So get involved. And what you can do to get involved, just go GarrettForMichigan.com. That's our website. And you can go Garrett for Michigan on our Facebook page. And you're going to get this up-to-date, accurate, truthful information. And I'm going to be transparent with all of you with your campaign because this is yours. And that's what I want you to do is I want you to be involved. I want you to feel like this is yours because it is yours. Because we are doing this as we the people, not Garrett. We the people are getting this done. And we, the people, just hammered down the last 24 hours. So I'm so excited what's going to happen in the next 24 hours, in the next week, in the next month, in the next year, all the way till November 2022, where we, the people, voices will be heard. All right? So hang in there. What a great 24 hours. Continue to be involved. GarrettForMichigan.com. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless State of Michigan. And God bless these United States.